Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 79. We're going to talk about coaching the bases and the role that we have in making sure our teams play well on game day. First, let's talk about Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is proud to announce that the Anderson Bat Company is becoming our presenting sponsor. In 2021, Anderson is producing the minus 9 Rocket Tech, the minus 10 Carbon, and the minus 11 Carbon Light. You get all the power with a great feel. It's the latest and greatest bat technology. Check out andersonbat.com if you have any questions. And let's talk about patreon.com. Don, we would love our, our listeners to become patrons. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. It's all going to be explained to you there. And we've got a great group of patrons who are supporting us financially. Uh, there's three different levels of support. We would love you to come on board and help us if you can. Coach Don and I are, uh, really enjoy doing everything fast pitch and coach prep. Uh, but there's a lot of expense, a lot of stuff that goes along with that. And if you can help us, that will allow us to keep it free and avoid becoming a, uh, some sort of a subscription kind of deal. So, so Tor- Tori, for new listeners, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, like $5 a month. Yeah. yeah, there's three different levels, $5, 10 or $20 a month. Yeah. Um, and there's different levels of reward that go along with uh, your support. So please check out patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, coaching the bases. Pretty important part of the day. It's really important. And again, too, uh, you know, you watch a softball game, split seconds count. Base coaches are there to provide that split second difference between being out and safe at a right. base, right? Well, and I think uh, um, one of the things about coaching the bases that's uh, fun and exciting and challenging all at the same time is depending upon the players that you're working with, depending upon the age and skill level of the players that you're working with, challenges can change drastically. You know, if you watch a major league game, uh, these guys could probably pretty much uh, uh, make most of their decisions on their own pretty much every day because they've got so much experience and so much knowledge they can anticipate what's happening. And if running the bases, if they're at second base and their ground ball base hit goes through, they know for sure they're scoring from second base. and They don't need to have a third base coach to wave them in. They already know that. But in our game, because the field is smaller, the bases are closer, a lot of cases, the kids are so much younger and less Skill experienced. Skill levels are different, yeah. That we've got to be a lot more involved. And one of the things I've always prided myself on as a, as a third base coach was I think I'm a pretty good communicator and pretty good at reminding kids about what the situation is, trying, you know, trying to you know, give them the, you know, the high points. Split the second difference. Yeah, the, the bullet points in advance so they can start to anticipate for themselves. But I keep getting reminded over and over again that even with really talented kids, that you have to keep working. You've Stay got to keep it. on it because otherwise stuff's going to go haywire. And sometimes even the most what appear to be obvious situations can be really confusing to kids sometimes if you're not always helping them and always reminding them. As you're describing this stuff, Tori, I'm, I'm seeing a, a really fast kid running to second ba- running to second base, running straight to the base, stopping for a second, and then realizing they should have been going to third, so then they take off to go to third. And they're out by half a step, just right. barely. The, the defense finally gets them. And whereas they would have clearly been easily sliding into uh, you know, third base or maybe even standing up if they would have looked for the signal or, or been communicated too well by a third base coach. Right. Well, and one of the things is I think you know, that the players in the moment are not necessarily always aware of all the different things that are going on in decision-making. And so sometimes the score, sometimes the number of outs, there's a lot of different things that can dictate decision-making, and there's sometimes it being risky and 
you know, really taking a chance, putting a lot of pressure on the defense is the logical approach. And then there's other times that, you know, playing it safe and making sure that, uh, you know, we, we understand that uh, an out right now would really be devastating to our chances to come back in a game that we might be down a few runs is important to, to kind of keep in perspective. You know, we've talked about it uh, several times about how we'll see defenses messing up because they don't know the importance of an out versus giving up a run. Well, sometimes I think on the flip side, you know, from our uh, offensive side, we don't understand that getting one more run is less important than keeping the rally going. And the risk of getting put out to try to get one more run might be more damaging in the, in the long run. And so I think there's a lot of things that uh, you, know, you have to count on your coaches to be a little bit more aware of than you can count on your players. Perfect example of you know, how you know, coaching the bases is a full-time job uh, was really clear to me uh, recently. We just played in a tournament, have a player who is really, really talented, really fast, She's not a great base runner. We've got to work on, you know, on her technique more and, and helping her cut the corners a little bit better and those kinds of things. You have a very fast girl at third base in a first and third situation. Playing to her, okay, we're going to send the run over to second. I want you to you know, take your lead off and watch the throw. You know, watch the catcher you know, so that she doesn't do a snap throw down here to third. But if the throw goes through, you're going home. Well, the catcher catches the ball. She pops up, never even looks at third throws kind of a rainbow throw to second base, and this really fast girl is still standing on the bag. (laughs) And I kind of looked at her and I said, well, you know, I just explained to you to go on the throw. And she's like, oh, yeah, you did. And just in that split second, in in the three or four seconds between when I explained to her what I wanted her to do, she'd kind of, you know, gotten so caught up in the moment that she lost track of what was going on. And that was like the moment when it really dawned on me how much we need to keep talking about the important role of that base coach. Now, what would it have helped if I had been, you know, lead off, lead off, lead off, go? Probably would have helped. Would have helped, but sometimes even hearing it and not just reacting to it is, yeah. And I just assumed, and again, we know what uh, assuming does to all of us, makes us look really, really stupid. I assumed the fact that three seconds ago we talked about it, was enough. Was enough. <laughs> yeah. But then it reminded me again, you know, of some of the stuff that we've talked about. If I practice it, I learn it. If I see it, I remember it. If I hear it, I forget it. Right. So in four seconds, she forgot it. It didn't make sense. Right. Yep. Because we have not practiced it enough. Yeah. And so she didn't react. Then all of a sudden, by the time I was so tongue tied thinking, oh my God, she's not going anywhere. And I just explained it to her. By the time I realized I hadn't said anything either, the whole opportunity was lost. Now, fortunately, the next girl got a hit and we got the run in anyhow, but shouldn't have come to that. That saved the moment this time. And this time. Yeah. And you can't always count on your teammate bailing you out by getting that two out hit to keep the rally going when we should have already had a run in the books. And so for us uh, as base coaches, First and third both have different responsibilities. You know, I think we need to always be aware of what the score is. We have to always be aware of the situation and how important one more base is and all those different kinds of things. I think we have to have a strategy of how aggressive we normally are going to be. But I think then we also need to make sure that we're working really hard to help the kids have as much information as they can process and to use it as effectively as possible to make sure that they're becoming more aware of what's going on and more likely to make good choices. So what do you think, Tori, about base coaches having to be in tune with uh, all the signals as well, right? Because they're the extra set of eyes, um, extra set of ears for for that base runner. Right. When I think one of the things that I'm in the habit of doing is I try to always have this constant uh, conversation. Communication. Communication of reminding the base runners of everything. You know, how many outs there are, 
you know, what that means, you know, trying to, you know, keep them thinking about, okay, if a ground ball gets hit behind you, you know, those kinds of things. If I'm the runner, if I'm coaching third base and I have a runner at second base with nobody out, I'm going to remind them if it's a ground ball behind them, they should be going right away. You know, they're going to tag up on a fly ball to right field, Um, you know, ground ball in front of them. They need to see it through through. before they run, you know, those kinds of things. But again, you know, what we just talked about is the whole saying it is one thing, but what I think is kind of the moral of the story for us as base coaches is saying it is great. That's better than nothing. We also need to make sure that we're practicing this stuff more often. Teaching it. And really working on it at practice with base coaches. One of the things I see all the time, and I, I just dawned on me as we were talking about it, that there are times that we'll do base running stuff at practice without base coaches. And then we get to game day, and all of a sudden we have kids looking for base coaches, not quite sure. So I keep thinking back to our fast pitch prep base running drill where we have runners starting off at each base. Yep. So for us as base coaches, this is a great way for us to practice our hand our, our communication and skills and, and, and so yeah. um, but now what I think we ought to start doing is instead of just telling the kids to go and now they practice the skill now we have somebody hit the ball so they have to practice the skill and read so, it so um, so that runner at second she knows she's going to score on this base hit well we have that base hit ground ball get hit up the middle behind them so as soon as they see it hit they're thinking I'm scoring from second and so that, you know, they know I'm going to probably be waving them in, but they're already thinking that that's what they should be doing. It's like they're going to be more surprised if I stop them than if I send them. And then it's good for me, too, because then I'm working on communicating and practicing with all those kids to make sure that their skills improve. Well, even terminology and stuff like that, too, Tori, as we're talking about, hey, see it through in front. What does that mean? Right. As, a, as a runner at second base, uh, ground ball in front of you, meaning on the third base side. You've got to make sure it gets through the infield before you advance to third base. Right. But again, all that stuff needs to be practiced, talked about, and then implemented into, into you know your routine. Right. And so for us as, as base coaches, here's our, our challenge. We need to make sure that we're paying attention to what's going on. You know, the other thing that I see all the time is I don't think you should you can really coach the bases and coach the dugout effectively at the same time. Right. So if you're the head coach and you're coaching third base and you're on the third base side. Um, I think it's a pretty complicated situation to be thinking about what you're going to do with substitutions, what you're going to be doing with your pitching, what you're going to be you know, telling kids in the dugout as they get ready to hit, and then also telling the kids on the bases when they're you know, standing at third base or standing at second base. I think it's an awful lot to try to do and do any of it well. Kids are warming up in the bullpen. Right. And yep. so, and again, the head coach can coach the bases. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think the head coach has to make sure that they're thinking about if I'm if I'm thinking about strategy changes that I'm going to be making, it can't be while I'm coaching third base. It's got to be something that I'm I've already thought it through before I go out there, before I go out there on the way to coaching third base. I need to have said to Sally, hey, Sally, when we go back out on defense, you're going to left field. Kind of delegate some right. of the other responsibilities you know, yeah, and, in the dugout and, uh, or, or have another coach in the dugout that's making sure that you update the lineup board and and uh, telling kids where they're supposed to go as the kids are walking off, hey, you know, Mary, you're going to be, uh, you know, pinch hitting for Sally right now. Sally, Mary's pinch hitting for you. And those kinds of things so that it's already in motion, you know, so that uh, you don't have to be distracted. You're remembering to do all that stuff while you're supposed to be coaching the bases. Well, and also too, then, uh, then the extra coaching staff can be helping prep that particular player for whatever that skill. Right. Yeah. So, but, but coaching the bases is an important thing. The younger the kids, the harder you're going to be working, the more experienced they become the more you can hope that they'll be able to help themselves and be aware of things for themselves. But I wouldn't uh, want to be banking the success of a, and the outcome of a game or the outcome of a tournament 
on assuming that the players that I'm coaching know what I'm talking about in advance. So well, let's get used to communicating. Let's get used to working really hard at being a better base coach. What do you think too, Tori, about uh, being able to read throws from the outfield as a third base coach, seeing a throw that's going to be a little wide to one side or the other so you can direct your your player's slide right. and stuff like that. That might take a little bit of practice too. Yeah, no, and all that stuff I think is, you know, again, for us as, as coaches, we expect our players to work on all this stuff. If we're not working on it too, I think we're always going to be left short. You know, and, and again, just another one that came up the other day, coaching our, our younger team, players not being aware enough as base runners to avoid the tag. So we had a couple of situations where you know, if they had read what the defensive player was doing as they were going to make the play and receive the throw to try to apply the tag, you know, if you see that third baseman moving way inside to take a throw, you know, that the logical thing tells us all that we should slide to the outside part of the base to get further away from that player. Go the other way. Right. <laughs> but we had kids basically sliding to the spot they had decided they were going to slide to probably when they left first base right. on their way to third. And often you know, it's just straight into the bag. Right. And, yeah. and so those kinds of things, and again, you know, to, to tie together to the coaching the bases, if I'm doing a good job paying attention on the bases, I notice that right away. I can side. hopefully help them early you know, I see that third baseman setting up inside so I can, you know, be coaching them to slide to the outside. But if they're not good at it, then I know for sure that's something we got to add to the list of stuff we have to do at practice the next time. So that being really actively involved while you're coaching the bases is going to definitely help you do a better job during the game, but it's going to do a really good job of making sure you're aware of everything that needs to be addressed and worked on next practice so that you can be better at it, you know, in the long run. And even if we're working with younger groups, it's nice for them to be learning about this stuff, right? Yep. Even if they can't do it perfectly quite yet, they're not at that level. But you know, the more often they hear about it and work on it, the more likely they are to advance to being able to do some of these things. Absolutely. So it's so, good to introduce. So base coaches, you got a job to do. It's an important one. Let's do it the best we can. Let's make sure we're working on it just like we would expect the players to work on it. Let's make sure we're communicating and doing as much as we possibly can to help our players be as aware of, uh, of what's going on around the field as they possibly can be. Don, anything else for number 79? No, very good. It's All a good, right. good session. Well, for uh, Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tory in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening to episode number 79, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah.